Greetings, my friend. We are all interested in the future, for that is where you and I are going to spend the rest of our lives. You are interested in the unknown, the mysterious, the unexplainable. That is why you are here. Welcome to episode 262 of the AFTN podcast. I am special agent of the Royal Sam Allardyce Appreciation Society, Joe DC. I am joined by AFTN writer, he only gets haircuts on Thursdays, Nicholas Ruprecht. Mm-hmm, that's true, it's cheap, cheap Thursdays. <laughs> <laughs> Across from him, the voice of TSS Rovers and UBC Soccer, he always goes in with two feet, it's Gideon Hill. <laughs> that is true. Record for red cards in Monday Night Soccer. Yeah. Ooh, that's a that's a that's a frame that on the wall. and a half right there. Topical for the Whitecaps. Um, <laughs> opening question this week's gentlemen, and just before we go into the opening question, competition for places, something the Caps need, something we're going to have too. Mm. We're going to elect a best opening question answer starting this week. So, if you could pick an MLS player or players to fulfill a role in a movie, past or or current. Which player, which movie, and which role would it be, Gideon? Uh, I said Ignacio Piatti as Watson from Sherlock Holmes because he seems to always be in the shadows and never gets enough credit for what he does. Okay, solid. Not Waston, who, whose family misspelled his name way back. That came out this week, didn't it? That's <laughs> yeah, why he's called yeah, Waston. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Uh, Nick? Uh, I'm going to go with Camilo as the Dark Lord oh. <laughs> from Harry Potter. He, well, he, 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 is called, he is called He Who Shall Not Be Named, isn't mm-hmm. he? Like in some circles? In some yeah. circles, yeah. yes. Um, I went for a list of players. So the Avengers movies have been quite popular. I haven't seen the last two, I think. But uh, I think um, Hawkeye, the guy with the bow and arrow, mm-hmm. uh, it's Juarez. He's sneaky, tries to get away with things. Not that Juarez got away okay. with anything. Right. Um, Captain America, Michael Bradley. <laughs> that's pretty self-explanatory. Iron Man, Zlatan, like, you can't argue with that. Yeah, not on Saturday. <laughs> <laughs> true, true. Hulk is Roman Torres, because he's a, he's a beast. And uh, Thor is Soderbergh, the only Swedish person I could think of, apart from Zlatan, who's in the, um, in the MLS. Yeah. Okay, so what do you guys think? It, it, don't, don't be mistaken, it will be my call at the end of the day, but please, what's your input for who had the best answer? I like, I like Joe's. <laughs> you're appeasing me. <laughs> I, I, I think yeah you just did a whole team of people I know. yeah you just made a marvel cinematic universe or right. mls well just gonna pump i've clinched a playoff it. spot then <laughs> the mls is basically a franchise anyway um okay <laughs> b- before we move forward with the rest of our show in this following podcast 
there will be no mentions of the following two phrases. The number six, <laughs> or the location Kansas City. If you do need to say the team that plays in Kansas City, you will say the Wizards, and you'll be roundly booed if you accidentally cross this okay. line. Okay. okay, fair enough. Okay, so now we go to complete the sentences. Nothing really happened last week, right, guys? Like, there wasn't a game. No. So, no, um, no game. Nick, Nick, <laughs> Nick co- complete, complete this sentence. On Saturday, I blank. On Saturday, I, you know, I did a lot. I, uh, I went out, I uh, taught a class, mm-hmm. went to church, got prepped for a hike. It was a pretty good day. Okay, Gideon, on Saturday, I... On Saturday, I cleaned. Okay. Mm. On Saturday, I recovered from my exams, you know. They, mm. It was just a hard week of exams for me. Uh, number two, the best meal I had this weekend was... Gideon, what was ribs. the best meal? Ribs. 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 Solid ribs. I Nick? had, I made uh, cauliflower shepherd's pie. So okay. instead of Mashed potato, you have mashed mm-hmm. cauliflower. It was very Vancouver. Very okay. Vancouver. My, my wife made fried rice and it was unbelievable. This is turning into the AFTN personal podcast. Yeah. <laughs> Slash cooking show. The best series on Netflix is? And a series of unfortunate events right okay, now. Okay, Nick? Right now I'm watching Wild Wild Country. Pretty okay. good duck. The Office is a classic for me. So good. So that sums up the Caps game against uh, <laughs> Kansas. Uh, or the Wizards, sorry. Don't, oh, don't boo, boo, boo. Boo. oh, sorry. Boo. <laughs> okay. Um, now we move forward to the preview section. So this Friday, thank God, there's another chance for us to get disappointed. Um, the Caps are playing RSL, uh, Real Salt Lake. It's a home game for the White Caps. Uh, this is the first time we've had played a team for the second time this season. Mm-hmm. So we can mm-hmm. we will look back on that first game a little bit, um, which was also quite frustrating if I remember correctly. But yes. we'll get there. Mm-hmm. Um, RSL they're three three and one. <laughs> they have a negative five goal difference, which is not great. Um, not that the Caps have okay goal difference either, but they have no away wins yet. Yeah, that's big. I think that the hopefully the Caps can capitalize on that and find some way to make a, a breakthrough. Mm-hmm. Uh, Gideon, are they? Imp- they've improved a bit since the Caps played them last time. Correct. Yeah, and <clears throat> especially the game of the weekend. I think you can't really read the away wins, no away wins yet. Too much into that. I will read into the goal differential, the minus five, given the record of three, three, and one. That's pretty substantial for a team like RSL. Mm-hmm. Mike Peckett doesn't seem to have completely. Like in my mind, he's just not settled there. Like the team seems to have. They had that whole off season. Um, like their personnel situation wasn't great. They didn't start the season very well. They're kind of turning it up a little bit, but it's not the same as the RSL of old, right? Well, yeah, I mean, the only there's only two players, really. There's Beckerman and Romano. Romano. Yeah. And they're still chugging along, but it's a completely different system from that. I, right? gu- I guess I'm just curious, would RSL fans be okay with their current trajectory of not really going up or down? I think so. It's a transition phase for them. Yeah. And if you still have two players from your uh, MLS Cup, championship in 2009 i think you know they're happy with that and they're doing pretty well given the team they have right now mm-hmm. yeah they Build, beat, they're building i mean they're building for the future i mean look yeah. at who they have in their back line and they're giving a lot of young players a chance yeah. we kind of yeah. hashed that out last time so. yeah yeah and draw plata is still knocking them in uh, <laughs> <laughs> um they beat the caps 2-1 a yep. few weeks ago it sounds closer than it actually was though it was pretty comfortable for mm-hmm. for rsl I thought the Caps should have won because of the amount of offense they generated. What do you yeah. guys think? Yeah, that's, that's what I had written down, too. Yeah, I think they got a little bit... I mean, the Whitecaps are a team where they need to take the chances that they've generated. And they at the beginning of the year, they were doing a really good job of that. Recently, 
not so much. And if you're only generating a couple shots on goal, if you're not knocking them in, so will go your form. Yeah. RSL's last game was a 3-0 win against Colorado, but they got a big helping hand by a Tim Howard red card <laughs> in the 20th minute. Yeah. I don't know. I it, There's a whole discussion to be had if it really was a red card or not. I thought it was a little bit harsh. I don't think it was as definitive as like that you can give a straight red card. But 3-0 was playing against 10 men pretty good. Not like yeah. It's a pretty good game to have, right? Yeah, they did what they needed to do. And if you're playing against a team that has less people on the field, you should win. Mm-hmm. It did take them uh, like almost 50 minutes to score their first goal. Yeah, and they got the second, then they only had... Got the third in the 94th minute, I think it was, in a gross yeah. free kick, and that was a oh, that was sweet. free kick. Yeah. Yeah. That was very sweet. And it was Plata and Krilach. Krilach, yeah. He, um, yeah. They, they were the other scorers. Plata got the first one. RSL, they set up in a 4-3-3. Caps have had bad recent experiences against 4-3-3, but we'll get, to, we'll get to that a little bit later. The game before that game, the 3-0 win against Colorado, though, they lost to New York City FC 4-0. Granted, NYCFC are like, one of the form teams, or were at the time. Uh, but I feel like NYCFC is going to be one of the teams that are challenging for the top of the East yeah. this year. So, I, I mean, agree. it's an interconference game, too. So, yeah. Yeah. it's not worth as much, per se. There was a whole discussion on the AFTN Soccer Show on Sunday night about how Toronto playing those weekend lineups are giving points to our western rivals that we'll be competing with because they're playing like b teams mm-hmm. so colorado houston, won yeah houston won and so yeah so those are people yeah. that we're probably going to be you know jockeying for place with hopefully <laughs> later but in the season to be fair after scotiabank concaf champions league is over tfc will more than likely climb up to the top some way somehow. but they're like 14 points yeah. behind or something it's a they're, they're bottom of the all east. the way to the top they're, they're, they're bottom top of these yeah. all they need to do is get into the playoffs yeah that's yeah. true like that's let's be true. honest like yeah. if you can get into yeah. the playoffs then you can worry they've, about they've done the whole regular season history thing yeah um, exactly uh, rsl play 4-3-3 just like the wizards what what differences do you see in the style of the of those two teams gideon I think uh, the Wizards, um, <laughs> they have three midfielders who like to, to float around and they don't really have a specific position for each of them. Whereas you look at RSL and you have a Beckerman that likes to play holding, covers the center backs RSL, arguably not the greatest pairing in the world. So that's why Beckerman likes to sit back and then they have Mulholland and Quirrell, who's played well this year for his position, that like to float around. So they usually have one staying back and two floating, whereas the Wizards have three floating around and not really one each have his own position. And Thanks for committing to the Wizards. Yes, thing. you're welcome. You're welcome. <laughs> yeah, the Wiz are the Wiz. <laughs> <laughs> it's like cheese Wiz. Better. <laughs> yeah, no, I think they because they like to do a lot of that interchange. They like a lot of short passing. They have a lot of good technical players. Mm-hmm. Whereas I think RSL have they like to get more into space. At least this iteration of RSL, mm. they like to get. They will play more. You know, long balls. They'll yeah. Play more. In, in my mind, I was going to say they're. They seem a bit more direct than, yeah. than the yeah. Wizards would have been. Um, they love getting it out on the but wing. The, the last game against the Caps, it just felt like we lo- lost out to individual skill. Like when we, I mean, when we lost to RSL. Mm-hmm. Um, like, it was uh, Savarino and Silva who scored, I think. Like, they just beat... They were better than the defenders marking them, right? Uh, but we'll get to how the Caps should should counter that uh, later. Uh, Joao Plata, he's having an Indian summer in his career. He's three goals in four games. 
Mm-hmm. He's, he's their top goal scorer right now. Mm. And uh, Ruznak is leading their team in assists as well. So, Well, he... Uh, I can see why. Yeah. yeah <laughs> like, like, those two are probably one of the more underrated, better attacking trios in MLS. They're quiet. Uh, they get it done fairly easily, and they're really good together. Mm. Um, last season, the three-five-two was the most popular thing tactically. It was like a, mm-hmm. a fad. This year... Is there a switch to the 4-3-3 in the MLS? I don't know. I think the 4-3-3 has always been popular in recent mm. years. I, know I don't it, think it's been maybe the... It's never been maybe as popular as the 4-2-3-1. Yeah. I know RSL have always ago. played 4-3-3, I think. I'm pretty mm-hmm. sure. Well, I mean, it depends how far back you want to go. Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> back before they existed, they didn't play any formation. But yeah, like the 4-2-3-1 is definitely very prominent in the MLS, especially, well, for Vancouver in the past, at least. But like the 4-3-3, it just seems, maybe it's just a coincidence that we're coming up against two teams that play or that play 4-3-3 but, in a week. But way. they play it kind of, I think they play it very differently. They do. They definitely like, do. I think completely. sporting is more possession- they're more patient. They push their fullbacks up a little bit higher, and they'll look to work it around. Yeah. And I think RSL, they would rather hit you on the counter, look for space in behind mm. you. They do have very fast forward players. Yeah. In the last game, though, that RSL played against Vancouver, which they, they won, they played a 4-2-3-1. Um, maybe because it was at home or, or something like that, but it clearly worked for them, right? Mm-hmm. I personally think they'll go for a 4-3-3 away from home especially because of the success they had with it last last game. On the defensive side, we've, we've waxed lyrical a little bit about their attackers. On the defensive side, yeah, we, we did talk about that at length in the last preview podcast, but just who is their main person that we're going to have to you know, knock down in order to get at their goal consistently? Brooks Lennon has been fantastic recently. Mm-hmm. I think his form is great, and he is one of their outside backs, and... Whitecaps like to use the wing to generate chances, so if we're going to go through him, you know, whoever it is yeah. that sets up on that side. On the left side for the Whitecaps? Yeah. yeah. Is going to have to try to have just one moment of brilliance. Yeah. You know, just get past him, and, and hopefully we can put away that chance. Yeah. Um, but I think he's been pretty sound defensively, and he's been very sound as well um, going forward. So I, I that would be to my standout, and he's what he's twenty one or something. Yeah, like he's quite young. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Gideon, who's your defensive player to be afraid of? I think David Horst. Uh, we don't have Kai Kamar for this. Well, Rubble hasn't said that Kamar's not going to play, but we, he probably won't start. So I'm thinking that uh, Blondell would like to take. I uh, like Blondell to take the ball at his feet and run at Horst because he's a little bit faster than David Horst. And again, both are pretty much size heights wise. Mm. evenly matched so i think blundell might be able to get around him easily or a little bit easier as horse is a little bit slower uh for me it's justin glad when he's on the ball oh, yeah. you just he's so comfortable on the ball and in a league where so many like a lot of chances are generated from mistakes that a team makes you, he just such a he's such a safe pair of hands yeah, yeah and especially if they enjoy a little bit of possession like, he can come into the midfield well, and mess everything up for the It's cats. all about, well, I mean, they're a team that plays on the counter. And if you can have a defender who's comfortable on the ball, yeah. he's not going to rush the counter attack. Yeah. And sometimes I think that can be a Caps problem as we try to rush the counter attack. Mm. Maybe as soon as we win the ball. Yeah. Or just come back to bite us this mm-hmm. year and in years past as well. Mm-hmm. 
Justin Glad has an eighty percent pass accuracy as a defender. That's phenomenal for, for a team for a team yeah, that age, for a team that plays. Uh, yeah, he like, was a draft pick. Yeah, and for ago, a team yeah. that is slightly more direct as well. Yeah, and zero point three key passes a game. Ooh, so that's to quite be impressive. fair, he, like he is beside an experienced head, which has helped him a lot. But again, he hasn't had the same defense every year, and I think it's mm-hmm. helped. It's been but good for him. To, wasn't last game? Was it um, who was it that was playing? Glad was playing. It was a Bessler. The Bess- other, yeah, Bessler, Bessler's yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. brother. Oh, really? I think yeah, so. Yeah, yeah. his brother. Oh, that would make a good, do you know who I am someday? Maybe <laughs> 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 I can get that one. Yeah. Yeah, Speaking of uh, that um, part of our show, it is now time Uh-oh. for Uh-oh. Do You Know Who I Am? <laughs> Okay, gentlemen, do you know who I am? Four, three, and one. So four to break Nick. Break the curse. Break the curse. <laughs> it's, it's a very form-based yeah. game. Yeah. So it's it's four runs. It's four to Nick, three to Gideon, and one own goal by and you goal. guys. Yes. Okay. We played uh, Do You Know Who I Am on the Sunday show as well, and I didn't win. So Do you know the pressure now? Yeah. Yes. You know the it was actually man. Joel Plata who was the player. Did and you I, guessed it? Uh, I, Zach got it at the with a bonus clue. Ooh. Zachary Meisenheimer. Yeah. It, nice, Zach. Hold well on. Yeah. No, Michael set it up in a very tricky way. That being said, I'm going to give you guys quite a straightforward one because okay. I, I felt a little bit of compassion. I actually have three ready <laughs> for me, you guys. only to me. <laughs> Okay. Let the child win this time. This, is, this will be quite straightforward, I think. Clue number one. So remember to say stop. Yes. I was born in, on October 24th, 1989 in St. Louis, Missouri. I got it. If you know who it is by that, like, that's by that one clue. That's pretty. <laughs> My first team were the Indiana Hoosiers. No, no. Yeah, I got nothing. Okay. What clue do you think we should get at this time? Uh, it'll probably be around four. Okay, five. all right. I was drafted in 2011 by a Western Conference team. Uh, stop. Omar Salgado? No. Oh, he's from Texas. <laughs> Every time. <laughs> I am a striker. Okay. I used to play for the Dynamo. All right. Yeah, I'm going through strikers. I now play for Seattle. Stop? Yeah. Who's Brad Evans? No. Well, Brian Evans? Oh, no. no. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I missed that. He wishes he was a striker. Okay. I now have to make up more clues. I have two caps for the States, and I'm six foot two. Stop. Who is Will Bruin? Yes, it oh, is Will Thank Bruin. you very much. <laughs> 
Should have said sound. I know you got the points, Gideon, but I think like we could have done better <laughs> that way. So it's now four and four. Yeah, so. there we go. You know, if, if it's tied to the end of the season, we're going to have to up the stakes. You might have a, a tiebreaker, I guess. Yeah. Like a quadruple point round or something like that. We'll just do one show full of, do you know who we I am? We need to do that. We are going to do that. That would be a nightmare. That would be us. terrible. Yeah. <laughs> well, that was this week's Do You Know Who I Am? Hi, I'm Carl Valentine. You're listening to the AFTN podcast. Welcome back to uh, episode 262 of the AFTN podcast. Uh, Gideon just had a victorious, do you know who I am? Mm -hmm. Um, Now we're going to look forward to how the caps should set up. Um, Having a nice rest last week because they didn't play a game. um, (laughs) What formations should the caps use to counter RSL? Mm, I would say not three at the back. Not three at the back? I think... uh... Yeah, I think maybe I think maybe the four one four one would be good. Okay, I gotta go four two three one. I think. Yeah, I think that's what the people we have available right now. Yeah, that's our best option. Because if Kamara was fit, I'd be okay with two strikers. But or well, not that the four one four one has two strikers, yeah. but like we need to generate offense. Um, if you were to do two strikers, who would they be? Kamara and Blendel. I think they're mm. different enough that they can... Mm. Really? Yeah, because Blundell is more ball at the feet yes. than, than he looks, mm. right? When but, I saw him first, I thought, oh, that's a target, man. But, yeah, but I don't think he actually... Like, the through ball he played yeah, that was really um, nice. in the game against the Wizards was amazing, right? Yeah. So I think... But four two three one, we can get enough attacking pieces onto the field, I think, to generate something. Yeah. Um, but that... Our game plan is going to be kind of different than it usually is, right? No, let's not have long balls to Tachera, for example. Mm-hmm. Like, if we can get Davies on the wing, he could be a great outlet, I think. Yeah, I think playing Davies, the experiment of playing Davies as defense, although he can clearly do it, is a bad... I, I agree with you. Unless it's a... If he's a wing back and there's no one to help him out, then it's not good. Yes. But if he's a full back with a winger to help him out, I yes. think he'll probably oh, be yeah. okay. But I, but I think you're taking one of your most dangerous attacking threats. That, that I agree with. That I absolutely agree with. And you're putting with. it in defense. I'm just talking functionality-wise. Yeah, yeah, he, yeah. he could definitely do it. Uh, but, I, like, I've... Yeah, there's no question about his functionality. Yeah. He can totally do yeah, it. Yeah. But I, I have a question in terms of, well, where are our goals? Exa- if he's our best attacking from. player, why is he playing fullback? If exactly. we're scoring five goals a game, then yeah, I don't... And, it, and De Jong is injured, then yeah, yeah. there's no issue it's, with It's that. different when we, like, in the 75th minute when we put Breck Shea at yes, fullback because yes. he actually has instructions to play basically as a winger, right? It's a complete... It's a different kind of a thing but as i've said many times on the show and i know i use it as kind of a joke but i think davies really should be playing on the right and i think breck shea should be playing on the left like the two players who have stood out so much most this season are those two players and mm-hmm. it's the, the way our game plan is or seems to be going unless something drastic is going to change is that we try and generate offense from the wings yeah because the middle of the field it just isn't working right now yeah yeah, I think, you know, you're right. If you have your guys that are producing, getting goals, you need to have them on the field. And I think there's that whole argument of Shea always a role player, but he hasn't played terrible at home. It's just he hasn't really had great games and he, there's been really no other production around him. Now he has Davies and he has Blondell that can get goals. I think he can very well start the game on Friday. But mm-hmm. Nick, Nick, do you think that there's a 
sense that you should just throw everything that's happened this season out the window and start from scratch, right? Well, no, because we're still in a playoff spot right now. I, but the, these, the last there's, two there's, games. there's wide yeah, discussions I mean, that this is the worst three-game sure. period that the Caps have ever had in the for MLS sure this is For sure this is terrible. But hopefully the pendulum swings back, as it were. Right? And I think this is the right game to have after those rough three games. But imagine if they lose. Yeah, but they haven't lost yet. I know, but so, like, like uh, that's true. That's very like, true. We're supposed to be optimistic on this show yes, as well. Very, I, I completely just stomped all over that. Do you think there's pressure from the fans to play two strikers if Kamara was fit? I, I, if Kamara was fit, I sure. think if we're not scoring, yes. But mm-hmm. if if Kamara's fit and Kamara's scoring goals and we're having no issues... Well, I mean, what about Hurtado as well? Yeah. He likes to run... He likes to run the... The channels. He's he like he's not a good hold up player, but he could at least you know stretch the back line in some way. If Reyna's playing and her title is playing, then well, Reyna yeah, won't be playing. That. No, yeah. I'm saying in the future oh, yeah. if we were to do something like that. Because I the thing with that is you you're giving up an attacking midfielder to put her title on mm-hmm. in in theory. Yeah, right? yeah, that's true. I don't think that's I don't. But if Blondell can continuously play. Yeah, like that's, those balls. Like if if that's more than just yeah. that's true. And then you have he will speed need mid- and you have speed. Yeah, You'll need yeah. midfield runners to do that. Um, Which Felipe isn't really a get a through ball through the defense kind of player. That's the other thing, because of Reyna's suspension, Felipe will ha- be able to play in the number ten role like he should be playing, or like it's the position he is supposed to play. Yes, so natural. we can get a couple of defensive midfielders onto the field and not crowbar him in there and. Have him mm-hmm. trying to play a more defensive mm-hmm. role. It's kind of similar to the like the Pogba situation where he just doesn't like to defend and he's an amazing attacking player. But on in Manchester United, he's asked to defend more than yeah. he wants to. Right? I think this will actually be good for Felipe because he'll get to play in the number in the number ten wants. position if we play a four two three one. Right. Mm. Last game was was pretty bad. If you guys had to give me a list of players that you think should <laughs> be dropped, we don't know what's happening in the dressing room, but. If just based on form. Based yeah. on form. Kind of based on form. I would actually drop Warritz after he comes, after back. comes back. Because he's supposed to be experienced. Mm-hmm. And how many cards has he gotten? And how many close to and red how cards? How many close to red cards yeah. has he gotten? If yeah. he's supposed to be the replacement for Bolaños, and he's like, Bolaños was, he was never, he was calm. Yeah. Role playing. Too calm. <laughs> well, okay, yeah, fair enough. No, fair no, enough, no I get your point. But like if your elder statesman of the team, quote unquote, mm. is losing their head and every kind of going in whenever there's a call, well and and making bad judgment calls. I mean, it wasn't the best setup for him to be mm. uh, on the be in the wing back position there, but I think he needs to just play. Like he's played good soccer here and i think I, I think actually that brings to mind something and i'll be interested to hear your thoughts on this gideon felipe and juarez right they both have a bit of bite to them so to speak right you know they don't duck out of challenges they get involved when after the whistle goes and things like that but how come felipe is endearing himself to the fans and we like i i feel exactly the same way about about juarez as nick does right why why are they like diverging? You know, Felipe. They're they're not that they performed super differently, right? But how come Felipe is, seems to be doing the right thing, but Juarez seems to be doing everything wrong? 
I don't know. I think it's, you know, the whole thing about MLS is a completely different league than Liga MX. And, mm-hmm. you know, Juarez has been, yeah, there's a whole argument of MLS is a different league and all that. But I just think, you know, Juarez is playing with different players than he's used to playing with. You know, he hasn't really played it with MLS rookies before, 17-year-olds, you know. Yeah. He's coming from a different background in Europe where maybe those tackles are just regular tackles and the game goes on. That's, that's a good point. Again, like... Yeah, there's different but, refereeing standards and everything like that. And he's an experienced head. Yes, you guys are t- completely right. And I just think he hasn't really found his niche yet. He's been moved around. Um, he's been playing with different players. And again, I feel it's really unfair to not play Franklin against the Wizards. I think he deserved to start. He's been signed to play yep. as a replacing Nowinski. And to put Juarez out there was not the right move, in my opinion. Who who should be dropped, according to you? I think Aha Mon deserves a chance. I think just because you know. He but is it Mon getting game. a chance or Aha getting dropped? I think it'd be Mon giving a chance. Okay. You know, Aha. I don't think Aha deserves to be dropped. No, I mean, yeah. I, I want Wa- or Mon to start. I think, like Nick said, Juarez as well, um, and then Franklin. I think should have definitely started. I don't know if he'll play this game because Nowinski's quote unquote mm-hmm. like mm-hmm. brought up to speed again. But yeah, mm-hmm. I just and rested. Yeah, rested. Um. The back line, you mentioned you would like to see Franklin in there. Yes. Do you think this is a game that you would want him to start? I Again, I I think since Nierwinski's rested, no. But the, probably the next one or two away games, I think he should be thrown in there in some capacity. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, the, the back line doesn't seem to be functioning 100%. Could be post-Parker, you know, everyone figuring it out. But it looked like Waston and Aha had a good thing going, right? Yeah. Uh, can you guys identify anything that I, is the problem? I think it's because you're down to... Nine guys in the field. Yeah, yes. no, I, I'm not not, not yeah, just yeah, yeah. last yeah, game, yeah. but like we not like apart from our attacking troubles, we are still conceding goals. Even though, in like like the last game against RSL is a prime example, right? Mm-hmm. Like we were on top, we were so in control of that game, but we let in two goals. Yeah, I think maybe there has been. I get it. It's MLS. We technically have the most distance to travel as well um, out of all the teams in the MLS. So I can understand why there's rotation. But at the same time, maybe we just need to let a consistent group play and gel, I think. Exactly. I think, and as to Nick's point, there's been so many different midfielders, at least five midfielders that have started differently in front of Boston and Aha. How do you form chemistry with those players and know where they're going to be on the field when you haven't played with them that much? That leads mm-hmm. us nicely to the midfield. We mentioned Felipe. Uh, mm-hmm. I mentioned Felipe. I would like to see him in that more advanced role. Any mm-hmm. disagreement with that? I, I, I can no. see him that, in there for again, sure. Who else do we play? That's that's the point, yeah, right? Yeah. Um, with like, it just feels like we're trying to crowbar. We have good midfielders, but we're just trying to shove them all into three spots. Right? I feel like it'd be different with much in the mix as well. I feel like he would be starting a little bit more. And Gazal back, like yeah. he's pretty much a certainty to start because yeah. he's so calm yeah. on the ball, right? In this game, though. What I would like to see is Tybert, Gazal, and yeah. Felipe. Yeah, I agree. That's exactly yeah, what that's I like. a good one. It doesn't yeah. hurt that two of our midfielders are suspended, so <laughs> yeah. they're out of contention. And I think Tybert, you know, he can get it done defensively, and he's a good forward passer. He knows where the ball needs to be, he knows how to get there and move around. I don't mm-hmm. think he forward passes enough, to be honest. No, and he doesn't, and that's but the thing. You need a sideways, mm-hmm. a shuttle, like a sideways passer. You need right? to sometimes keep possession. Yeah. And, yeah, and he covers ground, too. Yeah. He's pretty tireless. With Blundell in the team, we can probably expect the caps to be not as direct as usual. Mm-hmm. But yeah. when going forward, how like from a mechanics point of view, how would you would you like to see the team generating offense? I would like to see them hold possession, have more possession than the other team for the first time in the last <laughs> yeah. three games. Um, I would want them to hold the ball 
And don't, like Nick said earlier in the show, don't speed to counterattack. Pick your chances. This is an RSL team that can get it done with speed with Plots and Rusnak. Pick your chances. Don't get outnumbered at the back. Go forward as a team. Don't go forward one or two players at a time. I think as well with Blondell and in that, that pass at the sixth minute, we should have more runners from the midfield. Yeah. So he, if yeah. he can do that pass, and if he can do it at least reason... I mean, it's sure. Okay. Maybe I'm making way too much, but that was the you know a great thing. You know? I argued it on the show the other day that it was the best pass we've seen all season from the Caps because it it just split the it split two banks of yeah. four like wide right. open. Yeah, and I but mean that raises another issue, Nick. Felipe isn't that kind of a runner. Yeah, I mean, so who are you going to have to do that for? It'll have to come from the wings, right? So yeah. If Blundell comes deep to get the ball, the wingers should be cutting in, in. Yeah. Davies and Shea. That's the next thing. So. I, it's a home game. I think Tichera is going to start, mm-hmm. and I would not be. I would like Davies to start, but I would not be surprised if Davies was not dropped, but like Rest taken in, out of the yeah. team. I yeah, I um, and have have Shea or Ibini, Ibini who's been okay to be honest. This is he's like he's been quiet, but that's not a bad thing because he has not played yeah, that much, yeah. and he's been thrown into situations where the team is down. Down, it's already yeah. done. And the wing is no longer the Caps' biggest problem, so we're not talking about yeah. all the. And what, like, again, we've filled the holes that we need to. It's not like there's a big problem right now. It's just the team, yeah. as a team, needs to be... Well, it's, it's mechanical. We've got to fix all the yeah. players into the right spots. Like, the midfield and how is probably the big... Right yeah, and yeah, exactly. That's the big thing with Felipe. He's, yeah. you're, he's asked to be a box-to-box midfielder. Yeah. And he's not that he's kind not of a player. He's not naturally doing those We things. haven't had a... I don't think we've had, like, an actual... Like per player who has always been a box box midfielder since Barry Robson or someone or well, Laba Kofi. maybe Laba. yeah oh, Kofi yeah. Kofi's a good shot yeah. actually Laba's more like a deep Laba is a destroyer he Kofi follows yeah. the ball Kofi would be the best yeah I think Kofi was fantastic I mean for in that role he was quite good at it I mean for what you were paying for him he yeah was for sure great at it where's Kofi he's in he's Greece in Norway oh Norway, Norway. yeah, yeah. He, we could pick him up in the mm-hmm. summer maybe yeah, a little maybe loan deal bring him back you know <laughs> I'm going to write that down in my do you know who I am notebook <laughs> just real quick he's in Norway <laughs> um, a bunch of different players yeah in Norway right now so let's go through the um, lineups uh, let's have a quick discussion on the goalie actually while we're here mm. Marinovic still starting or do you want Again, to bring Rowe you know as you said about Davies Rowe you mean yeah. like but not that this is this is so this is like so close to a must-win game for the Caps. Yeah, from I a PR mean, point of view, they yes. really needed oh, win. Yeah. No, there's, so yeah, I don't no, think that. this is the game that you rotate the goalie. Yeah, no, and I think a lot of there's okay. I think there were two errors in the last couple of games that were clearly his fault. Which one in the last game was it? Not the last game, but in the last like okay. slew yeah. of games, right? Yeah. There's been two errors really where it's been his fault. Clearly, and I don't think you can really put the blame on him for what happened, uh, you know, in the whiz. Yeah, there was that the discussion whiz. about uh, Madranda's goal. Could he have done better? But I think uh, it was moving so it, much. Yeah, yeah. Was, okay. no. So we all agree on Renovic to start this yeah. game? Yeah, yeah. But Gideon, you could see... Rowe. Well, I don't know. It's a. It's like more of a... It's more of a... Who would you want to see slash who could get in there. It's the same with Franklin and the Shea discussion. Yeah. Like you wouldn't mind and, seeing them in there. Yeah. You would be surprised. But again, why change up what you have going mm. for you? And just bear in mind, this is what we want. And it's not what we actually think is going, yeah. going to happen. Yeah, um, under, yeah I'd rather see more. Um, left back, De Jong had a nightmare, but so many people, so many players did have yeah. a nightmare. De Jong. De Jong. I mean, there's really not much. I mean, again, I think he wasn't... He Again, they were getting left out to yeah. die. Yeah, I they mean, were just so isolated. Uh, center back... 
Uh, I'm going to go Waston and Aha, but please disagree if you want to. I, I think Waston and Aha will start. Yeah, I, I, like I said, I'd, I'd long, I'd, I would like to see Mond start, so I think it might be Waston and Mond. Okay. At right back, Gideon, you want Franklin? No, I want Nerwinski. You want Nerwinski? I want I Nerwinski, Nerwinski too, because he's, yeah. he's the only he's one I know who can get good. some offense. Yeah. You know? yeah. Um, and he hasn't done anything wrong this season, to be honest. So, sorry, we should go check formation. We're all going four two three one, or Nick, you were going for a four one four. I mean, I'll go on the four two three one. I think it's just more attacking than the four one four one. Yeah. You know? And I mean, it does also <clears throat> provide a better shield, better cover as well. well mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah. That's to, a good point. Because there's three attackers against one midfielder, technically. Yeah. If you were to if their shape out. is right. Yes. Yeah. Exactly. And the shape of the defensive midfielders last week was not. So as long as that's addressed, I think it's yeah. fine. So holding mids, I have Tybert and Gazelle. I yes, agree. Correct. Yeah, we're kind of short with the two suspensions. Attacking Felipe. Yeah, yes. I'd love to see that. Wide left, Davies. Okay, Nick. I like. Uh, I wouldn't mind either Davies or Shea on the wings. Yeah, again, they can interchange. I would like Davies, but I, as well, I think Shea would be okay on the right. I'm gonna go Ibini. I, that's just my gut feeling, but I think Chichera would also is also in contention. I was gonna say, do you, do we think David Norman Jr. will make the bench this game? I think Ooh. so, because much is out. Yeah, Rea I think and Fora's are out. Mesquita is not gonna come in as a defensive midfielder. Hopefully like not. from from a non football point of view, that would be a great that'd be a win great for the yeah, for exactly. the club. Yeah, you know, like yeah. I know it's point scoring, but like. You've well, who, got a like, if you're up to three nothing, I mean, yeah, you know, bring him on. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Up well, front. that's actually you know Mesquita as well. That's he true. Could, he could play in that AMC role, but he's more Second. when you're when you have to make sure your attacking midfielder drops in and cut defends, right? Yeah, and Mesquita, like yeah, he pushes up quite a bit as well. Well, but like he we, could have an amazing week in training and yeah. make the team, you know. But it's, like, do we want that because? Or, you know, I guess it depends on how deep Rusnak is going to be. Yeah, yeah. Um, but I think between Gazelle and Tybert, they... Yeah, I think that would be a... That's a solid shield yeah. for a back four. Yeah. Um, up front, it's Blundell, right? Yes. Yeah. Okay, good. Well, now we're going to go to our final section of the show. It is our prediction game. Last week, last week was almost as bad as the Caps' performance in Kansas. <laughs> I think you were the only one. I, I think I'm the only one who got. Actually, we have to discuss. Yes. Yeah. Oh, wait, there's one we have to double check. But I okay. think. Right. Um, so uh, Nick said that there would be two goals for Kansas. We wish there was two goals for Kansas. Um, <laughs> I mean, you got the goals part right. <laughs> <laughs> there would be 15 oh, wizards too. The wizards. The wizards. Yeah, sorry. Boo. Boo. <laughs> there would be 15 tackles for the Caps. Uh, there was not. I only. I only. Mm-hmm. did binary answers because I didn't have time to write them down. 14 dribbles for Kansas. That was not the case. Zuzi assist for Gideon. Uh, miraculously, that didn't happen. Wow. Yeah. Shocking. Wow. Uh, that's surprising. And, oh, sorry. That's my, that's my prediction. Zuzi assist. Uh, one red card. No, there was two red cards. <laughs> but there was, ladies and gentlemen, a VAR incident. There was. There was. <laughs> yeah. The box. The magic box. The magic was, box was I was so... The air, the magic <laughs> box. I was so relieved when I saw that coming in. Gideon, here, here was, this was your one. Uh, three Davies dribbles. I think there was only one. Uh, the Caps would have 78 uh, passing accuracy. No. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> what was it? Did they have, like, five? I think it was, like, 50 or something. I, oh, okay. I can't remember. Um, yeah. And I can't remember. Was there a set-piece goal? They all kind of blurred into one. I think there was, like, a second wave of a set-piece goal. But that's but not a set-piece goal. But that's not a set-piece goal. The penalty was missed, too, right? Yes. So I don't think there was... was yeah. 
I don't think there was a set piece goal. No, there wasn't. No. Okay. Yeah. So but the it, season standings are: mm-hmm. I'm on eight points. Nick's mm-hmm. on. F- uh, Nick's on four, but Gideon's on five. So it should mm-hmm. be. So it's me, yeah. Gideon, and yeah. Nick. Mm-hmm. And I'm pulling away, and I'll have the title wrapped up by September. Okay, man. <laughs> okay, Man City. All right. <laughs> <laughs> oh, there was our bonus. How many touches? Yeah. Um, and I'm gonna have to look them up. As I do this, uh, Robbo would touch the ball how many times? I was so devastated I didn't actually count. We'll make that prediction again for this week, and we'll we'll end up uh, we'll we'll do the we'll do the this same prediction count, for count, yeah, yeah because count, I was just okay. so devastated I didn't didn't end up counting. And we all predicted what minute the first sub would be. So uh, Gideon said the fifty sixth minute. I said the fifty second minute, and. Uh, <laughs> Nick, Nick said. One. Nick said the thirty-first minute. No, Nick, come <laughs> on! The one damn game. Yeah. But wait, at the first sub was at half time. Oh man! So. Uh, yeah, that's a good question. The first sub was at half time. So it would be you. I was the closest. Was so yes, I got that. Right one. So I'm on nine points. This is unfair. This. Right. <laughs> it should be highest. He's breaking financial uh, fair play. Yes, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. let's go upstairs to VAR. I'm back. <laughs> I'm, I'm backed by uh, a Sikh who's funding my analysis. <laughs> let's get your predictions for this week, Nick. Okay, uh, I think RSL will have uh, 20 tackles in the game. Wow. Okay. Beckerman with 19. <laughs> yeah, I think the Whitecaps will have 11 shots total. Wow. On target and okay. not on target. Yes. Yeah. Okay. And I think Nerwinski will have two fouls. Two fouls. Game. Okay. Gideon? Uh, I think Blondell will break Duck and score a goal. A good physical matchup in this one. Felipe will have no crosses in the match. Mm. Felipe will have no crosses. No crosses. But what if he takes a corner? That's a corner. That's, that's a, a corner. That's a but that's a cross. <laughs> like, come okay. on, man. Whatever, whatever whoscored.com says, that's what I'll go with. Okay. okay. So right. no crosses. And okay. Kyle Beckerman will receive the yellow as he normally does. Okay. Uh, just a clarification. Is it Blundell will score or Blundell will score a goal? One goal or will score will any? Will score. Okay, will score. score. Okay. Just one. And sorry, Beckerman well, yellow card was the other one. Yes, at least yeah. one. Okay, for myself, it is Hopefully one VAR incident. <laughs> oh, oh. <laughs> uh, one Waston yellow card. Kick the horse while it's down. Yeah, and uh, one Joao Plata goal. Mm. Ooh, I like that. Yeah. yeah, I know we've gone away from the percentage things because those are really hard. Yeah, they those are. Those are really hard to get. Okay, uh, very good. That was our prediction, uh, the last part of our show. Um, we will update... As the season goes on, and there will be a trophy at the end of the year. <laughs> Just kidding. <laughs> no, we oh. should make it. We should, we should, we make, should it. make a trophy. AFTN yeah. preview podcast <laughs> prediction. That's a yeah. That's a good. That's <laughs> a good. That's one that you uh, want to put on yeah, your walls. Yes. Yeah. You know. Yeah, it would look Family good here. Centerpiece. <laughs> it would look good here in the AFTN studio. You can put it on your Joe's table. <laughs> All right. Um, just before we leave, uh, let's let everyone know where you can be found. At underscore Gideon Hill on Twitter. At SpaceAgeRobot56. And I am at JoeDCVan. Uh, thank you very much for listening. If you have any questions, any feedback, any comments, uh, please tweet them or uh, I think FTN has an email as well, but I'm not sure if Michael... I think it's FTNCanada at... Hotmail.com. Hotmail. Yeah. yeah. Um, and uh, all the articles on AFTN as well. Um, I, I write sometimes. Nick writes sometimes as well. And uh, TSS Rovers is coming up and we're, we might do a preview show for their season as well. Um, Let us know if you'd be interested in that. Thank you very much for listening, and enjoy the game. One day, I shall come back. Yes, I shall come back. Until then, 
there must be no regrets, no tears, no anxieties. Just go forward in all your beliefs and prove to me that I am not mistaken in mine.